acties. Vanuit de hoofdstad van Limburg is dit RTV Maastricht. De stem van de stad altijd dichtbij. RTV Maastricht.
Hello, you are listening to Student Radio Maastricht, 107.5 RTV-FM. Uh, you are listening to Zaki, and I'm here in the studio with Helena. Hey! And Kwesi. Hey, everyone. Yes, so, uh, yeah, right now, today's topic, we are talking about the LGBTQ community. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, all the things that people may not know, you know. You listeners, if if you're a frequent listener, you might know that I am a gay male, as I am not ashamed to say. Um, and, you know, I have been involved in the community back home in the United States, and I like to think that I'm somewhat in the community here. And so we want to talk and explain everything that we can explain this little hour to all our all our listeners who might not know more about the community. Oh, hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, I'm Kwesi, and I identify as gender fluid. So I think that the LGBTQIA um, plus community, there's a lot of letters that mm. not many people are familiar with. And tonight we're here to basically clarify those queries. So the first letter of the LGBTQIA plus acronym stands for lesbian. Yes, of course. Uh, and I think... And I, one thing I remember correctly about, if, I remember, if I'm correct, uh, the letter L comes first in the acronym to signify the important impact that they had during the AIDS movement. Um, while it impacted gay men particularly hard, the AIDS epidemic, um, a lot of lesbians, they really, really helped out in making sure that, you know, gay, gay men who were suffering from HIV and AIDS, they had access to nurses and so they would help out in the community when a lot of people wouldn't were really afraid because people, there were a lot of myths about the virus back then. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, you know, I think the B also sounds for bisexual, but for some reason, I think there's this sort of shame within the community when people identify as bisexual because they feel as though you have to choose one or the other. Yeah, there definitely is that kind of stigma um, against bisexual people. Um, I know many people who are bisexual, and yeah, there it's... I don't understand. I mean, I guess I understand on some level what it came from, but like people, because people think that oh, you have to choose one or the other, and it's like oh, yes, want to have twice as large of a playing field, so to speak, and so it's just like that's not how most people think of relationships in general. So why do you think of bisexual people in this one way as well? Yeah, I think um, some people just don't understand that you love who you love, and you really can't help it. And uh, G, of course, stands for gay. Yes, gay. Which is, you know, uh, most people use it in, to mean homosexual, but then people also use, refer to the community in general as the gay community. So there's often bisexual people who will just be like, you know, just to, uh, ask, if they want to be as specific, they'll just be like, oh yeah, I'm gay. And the most, uh, I would say, controversial, because it creates a lot of attention from people who are from the straight community, is the letter T, transsexual. Uh, yes. Yeah, transsexual or transgender. Um, yeah, that a lot of people do not understand it. They don't understand the concept how how gender can be how gender and sex can be two different things, which is something that we will definitely get more into later. Um, but yeah, just understand that gender and sex are two different things, and you can change your gender and you can also change your sex. They're both not they're both spectrums. They're not just they're not the binary of male female. So yeah. Yeah, um, I think it's a funny thing because in the Caribbean, for most uh, parents, when you tell your parents that you're gay, the first thing that comes to your mind is that you want to change your sex. So it shows that they're not really informed as to as they should be 
but most parents actually think that you're gonna you want to become a woman or you want to become a man which is a, even adding on more stress to your coming out situation exactly 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 and it's just these these kind of myths that are prevalent in the community that we are out here today to kind of break around to break break down um but now i think it's about time to put on some music um our first song we're going to be listening to today is born this way by lady gaga or capital H I M M M M M. Just put your paws up, cause you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young. We're all on superstars She pulled my hair, put my lipstick on In a glass of her boudoir There's nothing wrong with loving who you are She said, cause it made you perfect, babe So hold your head up, girl, and you'll go far Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Give yourself prudence and love your friends. Subway can't rejoice the truth. In the religion of the insecure, I must be myself, respect my youth. But it's my is not a sin. Believe capital H. Whether you're broke or evergreen Your black, white, beige, show legend Your Lebanese, your Orient Whether life's disabilities Left you outcast for leader teased Rejoice and love yourself today Cause baby, you were born this no way No matter gay, straight or bi Lesbian, transgender life I'm on the right track Baby, I was born to survive No matter black, white, or beige Should I
Welcome back. That was Born This Way by Lady Gaga, the queer anthem. And we are back here on Student Radio Maastricht on RTV uh, 107.5. This is Aki. And I'm here in the studio with Elena. Hey. And Kwesi. Hey. Um, today we are here talking about, you know, LGBTQ community. And today we are going, right now we're going to talk about, you know, all the rest of the letters and the different definitions, you know. The, and one thing I wanted to mention before, as well is, that, you know, there's, te- there's many different ways that people refer to the LGBTQ community. Some people add more letters in, some people just add fewer letters and just think of the plus as just encompassing all the other letters that may not be included right that second. Um, but we want to explain, you know, all the different letters that may exist. So, Kwesi, you had some more examples, correct? Uh, yeah, so we have the letter Q which stands for queer or questioning. And, you know, I didn't even know that queer was once considered to be a demeaning slur towards gay people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a slur in very much the way that the F slur was. Um, and so I would recommend that straight people not necessarily refer to someone as queer unless they are, you know, very sure that they have permission to. But at the same time, um, a lot of queer people, at least in the United States, where I'm from at least, um, they often reclaim slur, the, the slur queer in a more political sense. And so I've often heard the slogan, um, not gay as in happy, but queer as in F you, in that like, yeah, the, it, it's not like they're not just be a performative, you know, the most uh, approachable gay that, approachable and assimilationist gay that people want them to be. They want to be the more, you know, just embrace me as I am, open in their personality queer person that they see themselves as but, but not everyone has that same distinction what would you take offense to someone calling you queer um i think it really depends on context okay and the next letter that we have is the letter i for intersex uh so you know uh intersex it's like so intersex are people who are at born with genitalia that is harder to identify as either male or female and so it's very interesting in that people who are transgender often struggle to get the procedures done that they want to do to match their gender whereas intersex people often have procedures done to them without their consent um particularly when they're young young children and babies yeah it's quite rough um and so it's a very interesting subject in the queer community and there's a lot of overlap as well within the trans community as well yeah I would just want to jump in. I I I'm a cisgender hetero woman, so I don't. I'm here more mostly to listen and learn. But I was um, yeah, I was doing some research, and I found out that actually intersex people made up, make up, up about two percent of the population. So they're just about as common as a redhead. So I don't know. I think most people think this is uh, I don't know. Uh, rare uh, thing but it's actually pretty normal so i just wanted to interject yeah exactly <laughs> so sex is not just a binary sex is a spectrum yeah like most things in life no it's interesting that you said the word binary which brings us to the word non-binary yes non-binary so non-binary is basically someone whose whose gender identity does not uh, is not on either side of the binary, so they may be gender fluid or gender queer, uh, agender, but they're not just either male or female. They are. They can be anywhere in between or not even on the binary, but their gender is just not male or female, basically. 
And it's also important to note that someone who is non-binary uses the pronouns they or them. Yes, in most cases. Um, there are also um, certain neo-pronouns that people use as well, like a, m, um, uh, a, here. Uh, there are different things. Um, but yeah, uh, the, most, the, mo- the best thing to do in any situation is to ask, uh, what pronouns do you use? Yeah. And, and they will tell you what pronouns to use, and then everything will be good, and that way you're respecting their identity. I mean, I'm not sure if it's done in other parts of Europe or in America, but I know in Canada, if you're going to a new school, if you're applying for a job, it's mandatory that they ask which pronouns that you use. It's mandatory? Yeah, it's mandatory. Oh, wow, that is fascinating. Um, wow, that's something that uh, I did not hear about before. Um, and that's something that sounds quite unheard of in the United States, at least. Um, right now, there are still the arguments about religious freedom. And, you know, we have the right to review service to people if they are gay. You know, we're not going to make a cake for this wedding because then we would be contributing to this wedding, which we don't believe in. Our religion thinks that this is wrong. Um, so, yeah, that's basically what's happening a lot of the United States. So I can't imagine that idea of, you know, making it a law so that you have to ask someone's pronouns when you meet them. Mm-hmm. And the next letter that we have is the letter... Hey. Hey, yes. Um, that can refer to asexual or aromantic, right? Yes, definitely. Yes. But what would you, how would you consider somebody who is asexual? Um, so they have no sexual attraction. You know, it's like, you know, picture yourself, picture yourself. You know, and so, like, they're not necessarily repulsed by it, they just don't necessarily want it. Um, some people who are asexual also do have sex sometimes, but they just, you know, it's not they have attraction there it's like you know you have a entire plate of an entire table covered in food but you're just not hungry basically and we have the most controversial of all i think the letter t transsexual oh yes transsexual transgender um yeah um i i know at least in the united states i know i've heard it from different different cases that um transsexual is sometimes seen as the more antiquated version and most people use transgender now um but some people who are also usually from the older generation, often refer to themselves as transsexual, so just ask them how they identify themselves, and that's always the best thing. But yeah, it is definitely a source of a lot of con- controversy. Um, partic- uh, particularly in the United States, um, there's a lot of the issue where people do not see trans people as their own gender, and so they face a lot of discrimination in certain jobs, they get uh, in, in many states, it's legal to deny them public accommodations, to deny them uh, to deny them a job. They can be fired for just the reason of them being transgender. Um, and yeah, there's even just the fact that their own safety in public is also put into question as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, I come I come from Brazil, and I, in Brazil, this is a huge uh, issue because, for example, <clears throat> it happens a lot that uh, transgender women are put in uh, jail, in prison, uh, in a male uh, prison, for example. So you're putting a woman in the middle of uh, a sea of uh, men, you know, and some really crazy, violent things happen to them. And it's already simply because the state will not recognize their own uh, gender. So that's really uh, affecting them even in the way that they get uh, yeah even yeah everywhere you know but especially in, in that extreme case that you end up in jail in the wrong jail i can't even imagine what that must be like 
Exactly. It's a really, really, really huge issue and one that we will bring up later. But right now it is time to go back to some music. So right now we are going to listen to RuPaul, Sissy, That Walk. Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht, 107.5 FM. You are listening to Zaki and I'm in studio with Helena hey. and Kwesi. Hey. Um, right now we are talking all about, you know, the LGBTQ community, all the, all the things, LGBTQ plus IA, all of the things, all of the letters. And, you know, right now we're going to talk 
about queer lingo and what it means. Uh, funny enough, you know, we were, during our you know our musical break, we were having a whole discussion, and we were using a lot of vocabulary words that uh, Helena did not really understand at all. Yeah, indeed, illuminate me to what 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 were you guys talking about? <laughs> uh, you mean about a house? Oh yes, about a house. Okay, so I am currently a member of the House of Garçon which is a voguing house that is popular throughout Europe and also in New York, I think. And voguing is a style of dance, expressive dance, that was popularized by gay guys in the 90s and 80s, I think, or even earlier than that. Uh, uh, voguing really arose more so in the 80s and 90s uh, in New York City, yeah. It was basically, uh, one remember in the amazing film Paris is, Bil- Paris is Burning, if you have not seen it, please see it now, um, uh, they describe houses as basically a gay street gang, and you know, instead of fighting, they vogue. And what voguing is a style of dance where you're basically imitating the poses that you would see in an in episode, of, in not an episode, in, um, in an issue of Vogue magazine. And yeah, it is brilliant, and it became very popular through you know Madonna, Madonna's song Vogue, of course, and also now it's becoming it, it's. Getting, it's getting a resurgence in fame through to TV shows of Pose and mm-hmm. Legendary, and yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah. But I think it's also important to note that uh, this is not a joining a house, it's just not to Vogue, but it also creates a community amongst gay people. So back then, when people were disowned by their families and friends, they would choose their own family and join a house together. Exactly. So it's like your house is very much the your house family. that you live in. It's like your home, you know? They have your the mother of the house, the father of the house. Those are all your siblings who live in the house with you. And just to name a few popular houses, we have the House of Extravaganza. Uh, yes, the House of Extravaganza. La Beja. La Beja. Oh gosh, I haven't. Oh, you're putting me on the spot now to remember <laughs> the names. I was, I wasn't even expecting that I would have to remember all these things. But yeah. Ben Davis. These are some popular houses, and um, Paris's burning is which. Probably in the nineties, I think it was filmed. Uh, Paris was burning. Uh, that was filmed in, I believe, uh, the late eighties and early nineties. It was filmed at um, two different times, but released at once, of course. Yeah, and uh, if you want to catch up on a recent production of Vogue, you can watch Pose, which is on Netflix. Yes, watch Pose on Netflix. Seriously, it's amazing. Highly recommend. Ten out of ten. And also, it's an interesting fact that Pose is one of, I think, the first show to have a full transgender cast or as many transgenders on it. Yeah, it has many trans people on it. Um, it's not a full transgender cast, but Pose itself um, is basically an imitation of the voguing scene in New mm-hmm. York City in the 80s and 90s. And so, um, because that scene was very much full of trans people, um, people you know, all over the spectrum of gender, um, the show also has that. And it is incredible. It does it beautifully, beautifully. And another imp- another fact: um, when you watch Pose, um, you would see a character called Electra. She's also from the island of Trinidad and Tobago. Yes. Wait, uh, I cannot remember her, the name of the woman who plays her. I can- Dominique Jackson. Exactly, Dominique Jackson. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for remembering these things. Um, <laughs> see, uh, you know these things better than I do. Uh, yeah, but seriously, Pose is amazing. Dominique Jackson is an incredible drag queen and activist from Trinidad and Tobago and yeah just just watch the show that's really all I can say honestly um, what other vocabulary can we share with the audience um, well we have some gay lingo that some of you guys may or may not be familiar with such as a top 
So a top is the person who um, takes the uh, the penetrative role in a sexual encounter. <laughs> then we have a bottom. Yes, that's the person that takes the receptive role in a se- in a sexual encounter. Then we have a versatile. Versatile. That's someone who t- can who takes either role. And then we have a bear. So a bear is basically someone who is built like a bear, you know, in the gay community. You know, they tend to be larger um, and they tend to be... Hairy? Yeah, very hairy. Yeah, they have more body hair. So... I have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, well, I think these, like, mm, these uh, types of, like, body type, right? Like, bear, uh, otter, mm-hmm. is that... Uh, because it, obviously, it was born from the uh, gay community, but is it, uh, is it okay to use it for describing other, just, like, general types? I mean, it depends on a person. For me, it's okay. I never heard it amongst the straight community. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I can't really imagine a situation where you would refer to a straight guy as a twink, for example. You know, certain things just... Like, some of these terms also infer a certain personality, which I guess we tend to associate with more gay people, which is also because we live in a heteronormative society. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, what, what does twink mean? Uh, a twink is like uh, a skinny, wayfish gay person. Um, tend to be somewhat more feminine. Um, yeah. The skinny wayfish, basically. That's basically how I describe a twink. And then we have fish. Fresh off the boot, fish. Fish is someone who is very, very feminine. feminine. Very, very feminine. Then we have down low. Down low. That's someone who is gay, but is stuck in the closet and so they kind of sneak around generally then we have butch queen a butch queen um so that is um a lesbian who is tended to tends to be very masculine yeah and what about otter an otter uh a skinny bear yeah are otters your favorite animal, Helena? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, my favorite type. <laughs> that's why that's why I was asking earlier cuz like well, I, I don't know if that's okay, but like I sometimes use it. Uh, my favorite types are bears and otters, for sure. <laughs> I don't know if that's okay to say, though. Well, but like, I mean, yeah, me it's okay. now, now we will find out. I, I hope none of the listeners gets offended, but I it's hope okay. Not. <laughs> look, when, look, when I took the Potter, when I took, when I took the Potter more uh, Patronus exam, my Patronus ended up being an otter, and that's all I'm going to say <laughs> on this situation. Um, so on that note, it's actually time to listen to some music. Um, the next song is Never Knew Love Like This Before by Stephanie Mills. Um, yeah, enjoy. enjoy. I love this song. This is
Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. Uh, this is Zaki speaking, and you are here with Helena. Hey. And Kwesi. Hey. And we're talking about the LGBTQ plus community, you know, everything that there is to know. And we've talked about a lot of things so far, but right now I think it's really important that we talk about some of the struggles that queer people face. Um, so, Kwesi, why don't you begin? Um, what are what what are some of the struggles that you that you feel are the most important to talk about right now in the queer community? I think the most important thing is acceptance, acceptance and understanding. Because I don't feel as though much people are accepted by their family, their friends, and they're just not understood properly. You know, some people still see being part of the LGBTQIA plus community as being you know obscene, a taboo. So acceptance, I think, is the most important thing. Well, yeah, that's really important, I think, as, as well. Um, and that's something within the community as well. You know, there's we struggle a lot with, just historically, with acceptance from the community that is not queer, you know, from straight people who are oppressed as who think that we, that our form of love is not equal to any other form of love. Um, but there's also a lot of struggle within, of acceptance within the queer community as, itself as well, as well, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. I think that's what we were talking about during the break. I think, you know, if you don't look a certain way, then you're not going to be accepted by your peers. And it's, I think it stems from the trauma of not being accepted by your family as well. So that can leak on to your life and, you know, just affect your daily lives and how you interact with other people within the community. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, a couple of years ago on RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, one of the one of the people who almost won the season, Akim Chi, um, in the premiere, another premiere in the finale when she performed her song, it was called uh, "Fat, Femme, and Asian," um, which are which are a list of things that people often on gay apps um, they exclude people who are overweight, feminine, or Asian, or often black as well. Um, there is a lot of still a lot of racism within the queer community. I mean, I think when it comes to black, it's a bit controversial as well, because I feel I, I've never experienced it until I came to Europe, where as a black person you're fantasized and fetishized. Yeah, it's ridiculous, and that's the thing. You know, it's one. Okay, the way I explain it is this: if you don't like a black, if you if you like a black person, that's fine. If you like a black person because they are black, that's a Not little fine. bit. Yeah, that's that's sketchy, you know. If you don't like someone who is black, that's fine. If you do not someone, if you don't like someone who is black because they are black, that's when it's that's when it's something to question and, and ask yourself why is this. So, yeah, it's the same with and it's something. It's a really big issue within the queer community as well. Yeah, I mean, I understand everyone has their preference, but I feel as though some people are just interested in in you know that sexual fantasy. Exactly, and again, that fantasy comes from you know how. Black people have been portrayed in the media, which is something you know. We we all ingest these things, so we have yeah. to question these things in order to keep ourselves from not being racist actively. Yeah, definitely. I feel as though um, I think the gay dating apps they excluded this option, so you can't choose which race or ethnicity you search for now. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have noticed that as well. Um, but also. That's something I also have mixed feelings about because also a lot of Black people, particularly in the United States, you know, they will they will even, they will also just be like, okay, I only want to I only want to date Black people or other people of color just because you know I don't want to deal with potential racism from other white people. So I feel like that is also a double edged sword. But I also think you know it's something that 
has to be that we have to all think very critically about how these things can be applied because you know you know some it's always con context always matters but i have a question do you think that you're in a double minority as a key black guy i mean of course um you know there as always the theory of intersectionality you know there are all these different forces pulling us in different ways so you know i'm i'm not just black i am also i'm not just i'm not just black i'm not just gay i am black and gay which is a whole other thing so you know which means that me i am more likely than another black person to be a victim of of racism and i'm more likely than another gay person who is not black to be a victim of homophobia so yeah all of those things interlink interlink yeah i think another struggle that gay people or lgbt members um face as well is religion yeah 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 it is something that particularly uh in the black community where i've grown up as well um it's something that can be a major a major pressing force to a lot of black people and it can be a major force of exclusion as well within the community yeah i remember specifically for me at the age of 11 or 12 i already knew how i felt about certain things and i remember going to bed and actually praying to god to you know let these feelings go away and you know i really thought it was the devil that was his work at that point in time and it's so crazy because i grew up in the church and everything like that so i was brainwashed to feel as though it's like you're living such a horrible life you know yeah exactly that's something that's very common but it's also something that i think it's also very new because with the different translations of the bible you know bibles that were written in different languages that were that were from more than they're from before 1845 they don't have these verses that that translate it as homophobia they translate it as pedophilia which is what it what the bible if you look at it was actually condemning back then um so yeah there's a lot of these things that i feel like has to do with you know just the way the power is inflicted and how a lot of times people who are in power in these religions use the power and use the different ideas of the time to contain their power as well. Uh -huh. I think that, you know, as a LGBT person as well, it's also important to know that asking for help is not a bad thing. You know, if you're depressed, if you you have suicidal thoughts, it's not a bad thing to ask for help. Yeah, exactly. Um and as someone who has been through um those little such exact situations, um I always want to remind people, you know, uh call the suicide helpline if you need it. Um and if you know, if you can't get help there, go to your nearest emergency room. That it cuz having suicidal ideations is a medical emergency, and if you go to an to an emergency room, you will get the help that you need in most cases. I also I I don't know I like I'm very torn between this but sometimes I feel as though for some straight people they have gay friends because yeah they're more fun and everything like that but it's only convenient for a certain time period you know so I don't know if you've ever experienced that as well Oh yeah exactly I mean there is always the trope of the gay best friend Yeah um and it's it's very limiting you know because yes okay I see you use you I see you accept me so to speak but you're at the same time you're seeing me as more of an accessory than an actual person which is not really the way i want to be seen as a human being um but yeah ultimately we are all the same we all have the same love we all love the same way and that brings us to our next song same love by Macamore and Ryan Lewis featuring Mary Lambert a beautiful classic song well not necessarily a classic but i think it's a pretty song it is well enjoy
When I was in the third grade, I thought that I was gay Cause I could draw, my uncle was and I kept my room straight I told my mom, tears rushing down my face She's like, Ben, you've loved girls since before pre-K I guess she had a point, didn't she? Bunch of stereotypes all in my head I remember doing the math like, yeah, I'm good at Little League A preconceived idea of what it all meant But those that like the same sex have the characteristics The right-wing conservatives think it's a decision And you can be cured with some treatment in religion Man-made rewiring of a predisposition playing God Oh nah, here we go America the brave Still fears what we don't know and God loves all his children It's somehow forgotten But we paraphrase a book Written 3,500 years ago I don't know And I can't change Even if I tried Even if I wanted to I would think hip-hop hates me Have you read the YouTube comments lately? Man, that's gay Gets dropped on the daily We become so numb to what we're saying A culture founded from oppression Yeah, we don't have acceptance for them Call each other behind the keys of a message board A word rooted in hate Yet our genre still ignores it Gay is synonymous with the lesser It's the same hate that's caused wars from religion Gender to skin color, the complexion of your pigment The same fight that led people to walkouts and sit-ins It's human rights for everybody, there is no difference Live on and be yourself When I was at church, they taught me something else If you preach hate at the service, those words aren't anointed That holy water that you soak in has been poisoned When everyone else is more comfortable remaining voiceless Rather than fighting for humans that have had their rights stolen I might not be the same, but that's not important No freedom till we're equal Damn right, I support it. March on with the veil over our eyes. We turn our back on the cause till the day that my uncles can be united by law. When kids aren't walking around the hallway, plagued by pain in their heart. A world so hateful, some would rather die than be who they are. And a certificate on paper isn't gonna solve it all, but it's a damn good place to start. No law is gonna change us. We have to change us. Whatever God you believe in, we come from the same one. Strip away the fear, underneath it's all the same love. About time that we raised up.
We're not crying on Sundays. We're talking on Wednesdays. This is Same Love by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, uh, featuring Mary Lambert. And you're listening to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I am Zaki. I am Zaki, and I'm in studio with Elena and Kwesi. Uh, sorry, we got a, got a little glimpse, a little sneak preview of the last song of today's episode. Um, yeah, but we're here talking about the LGBTQ community. Um, and so, to close, so, Kwesi, what do you think, if there was one thing you want all of you to understand about the LGBTQ community, what would that be? If I could change one thing you said? If you would, could just, you know, explain one thing, you know, if you want the listeners to understand one thing about the community, what would that be? I would want the listeners to have compassion and understanding towards members of the LGBT community. I think it's very important to show that and show some empathy as well. We are all different in our own unique way, and the best that you can do is to show some compassion. Yeah, I think I agree as well, you know. I think for listeners, I think as a member of the LGBTQ community, I think you know, the best thing that you can do is, you know, actually listen to us, you know. We tend to tell you when we want a certain thing, you know, listen to us when we tell you what our issues are and when we tell you how to best help us. And that's really the best thing that you can do. Just be a good ally in that sense. Huh. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, it's about time now to move to a cultural agenda. Um, so, this Friday is the Transgender Day of Remembrance. Um, so, there will be a vigil on Friday evening at the Vrijthof, um, organized by whom, Elena? It's uh, organized by the Anti-Capitalist uh, Feminist Collective. And uh, yeah, it's uh, the Transgender Day of Remembrance uh, is a yearly occurring uh, event to uh, remember victims of uh, violence towards uh, transgender people. So this Friday, join the vigil on uh, the Vrijthof to, you know, pay homage to the people that we lost due to senseless hate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, trans people have, yeah, they're historic victims of horrible, 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 horrible violence. So, you know, we have to, we have to do what we can in order to commemorate their lo- the loss of them and, you know, to make their deaths lead to some good in the future. And I think it's also important to note that whether you like it or not, trans people are here to stay and they're going to be here around us all the time so exactly so you know embrace them exactly (laughs) like all gay people really deal with it exactly (laughs) we're here we're here get used to it yeah we're here we're queer we're not going anywhere exactly so uh, the last song of the evening is Blote Jongens in et Park by Paul Deleu uh, from the album Haunted Out In Uh, we want to thank you so much to everyone for helping us, everyone being RTV. Um, thank you so much to our listening audience. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to you know reach out to us. We are always looking for criticism, and you know we want to improve. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. This is Zaki from Student Radio Maastricht. Good evening. <laughs>
Jongens in het park, ook weer zonneschijn. 